to A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the podcast in which a Simpsons superfan, that's me, Tyler Menz, sits down and watches an episode of The Simpsons with a guy who is just experiencing the show for the first time. That's me. I'm Greg. I'm the visitor. And I'm the guide. Hey. Oh, my god! You see how, You see why we named it that? Isn't yeah. that interesting? My gosh. We're geniuses in our own time. Genius sigh. Okay. Yeah, excellent. So uh, today we dipped into another season two episode. Mm-hmm. Bart gets hit by a car. Yeah, this is a very dense one. Did you like, first of all, just general reactions to the episode, Greg? I enjoyed the heck out of this episode. You did? Yeah, there was a lot going on. At one point I actually asked myself, is this an hour-long version special? Because it felt longer. There was there was just so much information in the episode that... to. F- Pack it into 23 minutes. That's quite a feat. And all of it was good information. All of it was pertinent yeah. to me, I felt. I and did there were too. great bits and some fun stuff. Good gags, new characters. New we're going to get all into person. it. New person. New, three new people. Three new people, but like a monumental new person. Yeah, a big new person. Yeah. Big name, big name. Yeah. So, uh, so... I really enjoy this episode, particularly because I feel like this series is starting to find its footing at this point. You know what I mean? No, I don't. Well, I guess you wouldn't know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, This episode in particular feels like, okay, they're starting to get what they want to, the writers being they, they're starting to get what they want to do with this show. And, And it feels like just, it feels like a great Simpsons episode when you yeah. sit down and watch it. It's just you sit down and it's enjoyable all the way through. None of the information is uh, irrelevant, like you said. Yeah. Um, and then there's that big twist at the end that big you twist. don't see coming. Big twist at the end, and plus plenty of great gags. Tons of great gags. Because yeah. like before, what we've seen is we've seen episodes that have been story heavy, light on gags, or store or shows that are. Heavy gags. Gag heavy. No story, really, whatsoever. Yeah, and so this, I feel like, starts to strike a good balance between the two. Um, So, essentially, what happens in the episode is Bart gets hit by a car. Can we just start with something really quick here? Yeah. The very beginning, where it actually comes up as a Chiron, is episode 23, Bart gets hit by a car. That was really weird. Yeah. A little jarring to the point where I turned to you and as if to say, what what was that about? Yeah, they haven't done that in past episodes, and don't do that again in future episodes, as far as I understand. So, So, just kind of strange. Yeah, through me. Maybe they wanted to set it apart. It's like, this is Simpsons canon. Like, this will <laughs> forever be known. Maybe it was him saying, in the future, there'll be something called a podcast, and we will tell them which episode that was. Yeah. Guys, let's put that up there for them. This is it. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, Bart gets hit by a car, and he gets hit by a car driven by Mr. Burns. And when I say driven by Mr. Burns, I mean actually driven yeah. by Mr. Burns. This doesn't. He doesn't have a driver. He's... Monty's behind the wheel. Yeah, and all heck fire breaks loose. I think that that's a very Mr. Burns personality trait, is that even though he has Smithers, the manservant, doing mm-hmm. everything for him, he's still an independent dude, and he wa- he wants to be in charge, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, of course, Monty is not going to let someone drive for him, because he's 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 the boss. Who runs the world? Burns. Bur- <laughs> Who runs the world? Burns. Burns. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, so he hits him, and then we get this brief little moment of existential questions and 
The Simpsons posits the the concept that the afterlife exists in their world. Yeah, so you you get uh, Bart going up the elevator, and you hear a voice saying, hold on to the handrail. And please don't spit over the sides. Yeah, and whose voice was that? Mr. Phil Hartman. Mr. Phil Hartman. I like to think <sighs> that when everyone dies, that's what they hear going up to heaven, is I... Phil Hartman. Sure. Saying, <laughs> saying, hold on to the rails, don't okay. spit over the side. Uh, but Bart, what does he do? He, 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 spits. he spits and while not holding on to the handrail, while he's, watching his family history, his like horrible family history pass by him. And he's plunged into the depths of hell. Yep. And uh, and there we meet important character. I'm actually going to extend that for important characters. Okay. For the first time, I believe, um, chronologically, we meet the devil. We met him when you and I uh, recorded the, uh, the episode in Chicago with um, Mr. Flora, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the devil was in that episode. But this is the first time, chronologically, that we're meeting the devil. Yeah. And so hell is a little interesting because we get a peek into hell for the first time. He's also voiced by Flanders. He is. I mean, it's, that's not just like this. It's not like, oh, it's the same guy doing the same. It's like Flanders. Can I give you Can I give you a little spoiler here? Oh, God, I don't want you to. Oh, okay, okay, go on. In the future, yeah. uh, the devil will be portrayed at some point. As Ned Flanders. <laughs> of course. So uh, so look look forward to that, Greg. Uh, but we see uh, a couple things in hell. Uh, most notably, the devil uses, uses a Mac. A Mac. <laughs> he, uses, he uses an old school 85, uh, um, what are they called, Macintosh. Yeah, not a I PC mean, guy, the devil. Not a PC guy, he's using a... Using a Using a, a a mouse with a big old click button in the middle. I mean, that is he's full on. He was cool before cool was cool. And you know what? The devil is a cool guy too. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's not like the menacing figure. He, no. He's pretty much just like, I mean, hey, he, Bart, welcome here. Oh, <laughs> welcome yeah. to hell. Oh, you're not supposed to be here. Take it easy. We'll see you a little later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's a uh, it's a it's a brief moment. That whole thing, that whole exchange, probably takes all of like two and a half minutes between heaven and hell and him going back up there. But it just. You know, they didn't even, they wouldn't even had to have put that in there. Yeah. Like, that could have been taken out completely, and the episode would have stood alone and made sense. Yeah. But they put that little bit in there just to add a little flavor. It doesn't add, it doesn't take away. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it's, it's a neutral piece, but it's still very funny. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so we meet, uh, he, he wakes up, Bart wakes up, and he's in the hospital. He's got a bump in his head. He sees all the family, does a, a nice little. Uh, reference to the Wizard of Oz, yes. and then we see Mr. Lionel Hutz, attorney at law, voiced by Mr. Phil Hartman. Yep, and Lionel Hutz is classic character number two that we're meeting in this episode, and he'll go on uh, to be a bigger character yeah. in the future too. It reminds me a lot of uh, Saul Goodman. Yes, know, like a little, a little less dark. At least at this point, I mean, there's there's darkness in Saul Goodman, especially in Breaking Bad, but. Still, it's that, you know, I'll help you at all costs. Although, it seems like Lionel isn't as successful as Saul is. I have to imagine that Saul Goodman is at least partly based yeah. on Lionel Hutz. Which actually brought in my probably, probably my favorite bit, which was the business card that was also a sponge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where, like, that just, to me, that was just, that's just beautiful out of nowhere. 
Here's my business card. It's also a sponge. <laughs> but if you pour a little water on it, yeah. it turns into a sponge. Such a classic uh, character, such a classic gag. Yeah. Um, so Phil, Hart, uh, Phil Hartman plays Lionel Hudson. He's essentially just the quintessential uh, ambulance, ambulance chaser. chaser. Lisa yeah. calls him a shyster. I was like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. and uh, so all he wants to do is make a buck yeah. and sue the pants off some rich dude. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we do that, and then and that's what he goes for. And actually, uh, Mr. Burns wants to give Homer a hundred dollar check because his lawyer says to do <laughs> a, that. The large sum of one hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, and then it brings us into uh, Lionel Hutz doing what ambulance chasers do, at least on television. What they do is they find themselves a, a bad doctor and who will go doc- along. Number three. Okay. Now this, I'm just coming to realize there's probably there's five now. Uh, this is number three. Our our bad doctor, Doctor Nick Riviera. Okay. Hi everybody. I'm Doctor Nick. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, I did. I knew that. I didn't know that was Simpsons. Hello, I, everybody. I'm Doctor Nick. That's yeah, Doctor okay. Nick Riviera. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I knew. I'm sorry. I take that back. I knew it was the Simpsons. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yep. That's what the conceit of the show is. So, by the way, I just want to let everybody know that Tyler's wearing a pair of headphones, wearing a T-shirt of Homer, wearing a pair of headphones. Oh, we got to get a picture of this. Yeah, sure. We're gonna, we'll take a picture of that, and we'll put it on the website. We're very far behind on pictures. There are just too many to share. So, uh. so yeah, we uh, they put together the whole thing. They want to sue them for a million dollars. They do a courtroom thing. Well, but first, Dr. Nick, a good gag I like. Dr. Nick says that Bart has uh, whiplash and trauma. Uh, which are indicated by fingerprint smudges on his <laughs> X-ray. X-ray. I thought that was a fun gag, just yeah. him like making up things. But anyway, yeah, they go through the whole court proceedings. They bandage him up. They put him in a, a, a half body cast. And they like they arm coach cast. him. Uh, yeah. They coach Bart on how to act and talk. Homer's all about it. He's about about getting that getting that green. And they're su- su- essentially suing Mr. Burns for one million dollars. One million dollars, which honestly. Just, Burns has got. Just pay it. Burns has got. Just it. pay it, Burns. I mean, for gosh sakes, and and they do the whole thing. They have a great first day in court. Bart wins them over. They feel like they're going to win. Then Burns invites them over to dinner. Invites Homer and Marge over, which I'm pretty sure is not good. The lawyers, if he has the best lawyers in Springfield, his lawyer should have said, "Do not do this. Do not interact." Because it could yeah. completely backfire on you. And uh, it kind of did and didn't. One like you know. It's wackiness ensued. Yeah. Because Homer gets greedy. He does. Yeah. Burns offers him $500,000, and Marge is saying, okay, fine. Uh, but Homer's not having it and gets greeter, greedy and spits on his chair. Perhaps my favorite gag of the episode is... I know which one it is. You know what it is? The painting. Yes. yes. It's such a good gag. It's, it's so cartoony. It's so Scooby-Doo. It is so Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So uh, Burns offers uh, offers the check to Marge and Homer and says, oh, let's go powder my nose, Smithers. And then you see the eyes on the painting behind them slide out, and it cuts to uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers looking through the wall. Yeah, but Mr. Burns is is Mr. Burns. Yes. And Smithers is a dog. Is a dog. Yeah. Oh, and it's such a funny gag. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's, like, both smart and paying homage to, like, classic yeah, cartoons like yeah. Scooby-Doo. Uh, uh, they hear some stuff being revealed that Dr. I don't think, I think, you know, she says fake doctor, but 
I feel like he's a, he's an actual doctor. He's not going to be a good doctor. Yeah. But he's an actual doctor. He's he's certainly a bad doctor. He's certainly something. <laughs> so uh, the we go to court the next day, and the lawyer for Burns calls home, uh, calls Marge up, mm-hmm. which. If Lionel Hutz was worth his salt, he would have he would have objected. Yeah. And probably at least gotten a continuance based on the fact that she's not on the witness list. Most likely she's not at the accident. Therefore, there is no proper prep time to make sure that Marge was ready for the questions that might be asked within the confines of the courtroom. So essentially it it it's just furthers proof that uh, I went to college. That Greg went to college. Uh no, it's further proof that Lionel Hutz and Dr. Nick are both just dunces, and Homer is just, they're just baiting Homer to try and make money off of him. Uh, Yeah, and so Marge... Because actually, that's the thing, is he said he was going to get 50% if he... he, Right, yeah. And so, essentially, Marge uh, tells the court what she really thinks about Dr. Nick, and in the court, we meet our final two important characters of the episode that we'll see in the future. We see uh, Judge Schneider, which was the judge, and he's... He looks like a jazz saxophone player. He did, yeah. He kind of... Ca- Cannonball Adderley-esque. A little bit. No. No? No. No? Not at all. I don't know. Do you know what Cannonball Adderley looks Who like? Who am I thinking of? Cannonball Adderley was a bald black saxophone player. That's right. Player. I'm thinking of Je- you think, Jelly Roll Morton. No, I think pianist? you're thinking of... I th- well... Pianist, maybe, but as far as like saxophone, you might be thinking of Sonny Rollins, but that's, that's also maybe it. Possibly. Anyway, we need to get you a picture book. Oh boy, what am I gonna do? Let's keep talking about it. Edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, we also meet the other important character. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this, which is, and his name is the blue-haired lawyer. That's his name. That's his name. He is so, the blue-haired the lawyer. The judge, Dr. Nick, Lionel Hutz. The, the devil. Hair, the devil. Blue hair. So five people. Five. So you got five people. So a lot of character introductions here. The blue-haired lawyer will always represent the side that is not Lionel Hutz from now on. Gotcha. So he is essentially Lionel Hutz's nemesis. Okay. Uh, and he will forever be known as the blue-haired lawyer unless they write a new episode about him. Um, and a lot of people have talked about his resemblance to Millhouse. Yeah, I can see that. He's kind of Millhousey. Um, does Millhouse have a dad? Millhouse does have a dad. His okay. name is Kirk Van Houten. However, <laughs> Millhouse's mom has been known to be unhappy in that marriage. So you never know. Also, it could be a uh, a, a getting a little conspiracy theory here. It could be proof. That the Springfield universe is in fact a time warp. We mentioned uh, in an earlier one of these episodes that some people think that uh, uh, Nelson Muntz and Barney are the same person. So, blue-haired lawyer, Millhouse, 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 are this? Are they? Are they the same, same person? Is this a time vortex? No one knows. It's true. They're not really letting on. I'm sure. You can't even prove we landed on the moon, Greg. That is actually is true. I can't, but I I, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that you're representing a group of people who actually do exist. <laughs> uh, not representing, uh, whatever. I'm so. T- I just got off a plane. I'm sorry. I have zero energy right now. Greg is zonked. I'm zonked. I'm totally zonked. But zonked I zonked with a capital onk. Ooh. But I did enjoy this episode a lot. And then, uh, and then actually, and then here comes. Th- Oh, I'm sorry. That was my phone. Wow. There, that was my computer, rather. Tyler does not impress an uh, 
off button for volume. They ding-donged. Uh, so basically what happens is, is they call March to the stand. She tells the truth. The whole thing goes down. Uh, Byrne says, I will give you a new offer. That offer is zero. And uh, Homer's very upset. Yeah. And does this whole inner monologue thing where he's trying to hate her and be mean. And I feel like... I feel like if this this episode would have taken place, would have been made twenty years later, the language would have been a lot more coarse. Oh yeah. But and I'm glad it didn't because he was trying to dislike her, he was trying to be mean, but he couldn't do it. He called her a snake woman. Yeah, but it was so sweet because that's like that's probably like that's the worst thing yeah. he could have said about her. Because no matter what, he's, that he, he loves. Her. Oh, he loves her so much. And then he goes to the bar, and she shows up. And what I like is that she says. I'm sorry that I did the right thing. I'm yes. Like, oh, I noticed that, oh, too. Oh, that was just rude. Here's the other thing, too, and I'm just realizing this. Um, if So Homer sues Burns for a million dollars. They win. Yeah. Hutz gets half of it. Yep. Which is? $500,000. How much does Burns offer Homer independently? $500,000. Why not just take it? Well, he could, but they're still he's still employed. He hasn't fired his lawyer yet. Oh, that's true. The lawyer could probably... I mean, like, you go screwing with that kind of scenario. I mean, it's hard to do. You could say, hey, let's just say, like, I'll drop the suit, and then you pay me the money. But sure. while you're still... It could be it could be weird, and when you get a person like Lionel Hutz, I'm sure his scruples are less than, therefore he will do everything he can to get that money. Absolutely, so. yeah. Um, yeah, so anyhow. I thought about that, but then again, I overthought that. Anything when it comes to the law and court and lawyers, you can guarantee I'm on another planet for a little bit, like going, um, Greg is so learned. And then I come back and I just think, gosh, I really want a burrito. Oh, man, that sounds great. Right? I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Okay, we're going to eat after this. We're on the same page. Nice. So uh, what did you, so you liked the episode. Yeah, like I said, I think this is a a kind of a. a, It's It's an important one. It's an important episode in that it strikes the right balance that we're going to be seeing more often of. Now, here's a question for you. Have you ever been in a situation where you were able to sue somebody on your behalf for being injured? For being injured? Yeah. No. No. I was in a car accident once. Yeah? Yeah, I was hit by a Jimmy John's driver. <laughs> they were going freaky fast. <laughs> Tyler was watching episodes of Frasier on his phone. <laughs> no, I was, was not. I was no, not. I was not. No, it was totally 100% their fault. Can I just say something about that company? Yes. I was so Please do. Tyler and I, we live in Milwaukee. We both live in Bayview, Cudahy area, and that means nothing to you if you live outside this city. But I'm driving down the road, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere on the right side, a Jimmy John's driver comes rushing past us in the bike lane, driving in the bike lane. Yeah. Not, not just like the not just the shared bike car lane. This is a dedicated bike lane that's that's of of less width yes. between where you drive and the curb. He is speedy, or she is, I have no idea. Yeah. I never I never got a chance to see their head. Mm-hmm. Sped past all of us, cut someone off, then cut back out, then ran a, ran a red light, and then went through a gas station to yes. like, kind of do that turnaround thing, and then turned, and then busted an illegal UE in front of a cop. Yeah. Cop? Nothing. Did not do anything. Well, because the cop was pulling somebody else over at that that's point. Right, that's true. So this is like uh, this means nothing to anybody. But that just come on now. Jimmy Johns, get your people together here. Hey, hey Mr. Johns, stop shooting endangered species and train you, your get, drivers. Get your drivers in line. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start a, a, a competing sub company called 
safe driving subs. And then we're going to put you out of business, Jimmy John. It's going to be terrific. I was going to invest until you said the word competiting. Competiting. And you know what? We're going to promise, we're going to deliver on the promise that your subs will come completely intact and not harm animals. I got endangered animals. They'll get there at a very good pace, but not freaky. Yeah, reasonable speed. Yeah. It'll be called uh, Subs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could really be the name of Jimmy John Subs. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> subs. Uh, I got a. I got. I got into a, a bike accident when I was twelve. Really? Yeah. Someone hit you with the bike? Yeah. Like right with their car? Hit you? Hit your bike? Like with their bus? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I got hit by a, a, a Waukesha city bus. So someone sued Waukesha on your behalf? Nobody sued. We weren't suing kind of the Bach family. Oh, All I really? wanted was, this is how long ago this was. Yes. All I wanted out of this was a new bike, Yeah. a new Walkman, mm-hmm. and a new copy of Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. That's how long ago this was. Okay. That's... But, but none of that stuff happened. You didn't even get a bike or... Did nothing happened. Nothing happened. Really? Yeah. I got hit by a bus. Yeah, a city Actually, bus. Actually, there's been a bunch of things in my life. I'm like, I am a, I'm a, I'm not just a klutz. I'm like a klutz with a death wish. Yeah. I mean, I should say up to a certain age. Now I'm, I'm pretty... I mean, a city whatever. bus. I'm seeing dollar signs right yeah, now. Yeah, I, like, I could have gotten a nice, you know, education off of that. Yeah. My parents being all like, we don't do that kind of thing because it was a quote-unquote accident. We shouldn't ruin his life. Whatever. Okay. Well, oh, I got hit in the car one time with, when you were in the car. What? Yeah, remember on the way to Chicago when that lady backed up to me? Into oh, me with that's her truck? right. And that, and then on the way to record an episode of this podcast, I was struck by a vehicle, a truck, and the lady had her radio up too loud, and then she yelled at Greg. Yeah, she yelled at me, and and she she said that we made up the whole thing. Yeah, and we clearly didn't. She didn't just. She didn't hit your car. She backed up into your car and then just kept going, because she couldn't hear us say, "What are you doing?" Yeah. All we wanted was an americano. I just wanted a coffee. That's she, all I wanted. She couldn't hear me honking. Yeah. At her, as she's hitting my car. That's how loud her. And then in the long run, what, what ended up happening with that? Nothing. And I tried to pursue it. Because <laughs> you are vindictive. Yes. No one messes <laughs> with men's. It's men's family motto. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like your crest, like an old-timey fighter with his arms and that. <laughs> it's it's just my grandpa's scornful face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, based on what I've seen, I feel like this is, this is a good episode. Yeah. And I can see what you're talking about as far as there being a change because we saw a good amount of story, we saw a good amount of gags, and there were, I mean, there were a lot of people, and to introduce... If you're saying now five. like five characters that are that continue to show up down the road, yeah. that's a big thing. But also but also do you really think they were quote unquote introducing people? Do you think they had any sort of I idea? don't think they had a plan for maybe they had a plan for Lionel Hutz. Yeah. I mean that's and a, they knew he was gonna they were gonna use him. But he was a big he was a big guest at the time. He's a pretty well formed character right out of the box. Yes, definitely. So. Um the other characters that are introduced in this episode, aside from Dr. Nick, Dr. Nick's in there quite a bit, are pretty minor characters. Yeah. I mean the devil and Judge Snyder, you don't see a lot the of Devil's the, everywhere, Tyler. The blue-haired lawyer. The blue-haired lawyer. You know, you don't see the blue-haired lawyer and the devil in, ever in the same scene together. 
same. Whoa. I was, I'm sorry. I was thinking about burritos. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was a solid episode. I, yeah. I laughed. I cried. I didn't cry. I did like the end with, I did like the end with Homer and Marge because I thought, I thought it might have been a to be continued. Yeah, it could have been very I really, easily. I really felt like that because they really at the va- at the last moment he just sort of puts out this thing of like I don't love you, I don't want to be with you. Plus, it also begs the question: they've been together for they've been married for ten years. Mm-hmm. Bart's ten. Yeah. Do you think he's the we'll catalyst? Get into, we'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. All right. Well, I'll write that. That'll go on the board. Oh. Bart is the catalyst for the marriage. Shotgun Bart. I'll put it, shotgun Bart, putting it on the board, shotgun Bart. There you go. So, yeah, um, that's all I got. That's all I got, too, although we do have a couple of things to do. Oh, we have a huge announcement. A big thing. Why did we wait this long to announce this? If you waited this long in the episode, boy, you're in for a big surprise. And if you are on Facebook, you already know what it is, so sorry. So, our big announcement is we are going to be recording a live, live episode, episode of, of the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> I don't know why Tyler was trying to say what I was saying, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, at the Milwaukee Comedy Festival this year in August, on August the 6th, which is a Saturday at 4 p.m. at the Next Act Theater, Tyler and I will be sitting down with the lovely Matt Kempel, the founder and producer of the festival, and we will be watching an episode of his choosing. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think we have already watched the episode. Mm-mm. No? Okay. Well, maybe. I have no idea. We have to find out for legal terms what that means. Regardless, uh, come to it. Come to it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have giveaways. We've got stickers and pins. You know what? I say this. We're watching the episode. We do. But hold on. No. We have stickers and pins from Josh Sullivan. I'm just, I was clarifying from earlier. Oh. Because I was making, I was, I was being oh. wishy-washy. Gotcha. So I was like, yeah, that's it. I said it. Gotcha. We're going to be watching an episode, and then we're going to yeah. be talking about it afterwards. We're going to have giveaway stuff from, go ahead. Now. Josh Sullivan. Josh Sullivan. We're going to give them away to people who dressed up as their favorite Simpsons character. Yep. And. And uh, we're going to maybe do some fun trivia stuff, or yep. we'll, we're going to play some sort of game. It's going to be a ton of fun. That's 4 p.m. next act there. This is a free event during the festival. You don't have to pay to get do this one. But, hey, you should come to the festival regardless because there are going to be great acts coming through here, all uh, culminating on that Sunday with Miss Jen Kirkman headlining at the Turner Hall Ballroom. Uh, it's going to be amazing time. So uh, check out MilwaukeeComedy.com. You can find out more information on there. Festi- Festival.MilwaukeeComedy.com for the direct route to the information. But we will be going on uh, August 6th at 4 p.m. at the Next Act Theater. Big thanks to Mr. Matt Kempel and Milwaukee Comedy and the Comedy Festival for allowing us to do this. We are very excited to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find us online by going to Facebook. Because we got a Facebook page. You can go there and pick, post pictures, uh, ask questions, tell us about your favorite memories of The Simpsons. We'd love to see that. You can go on our Tumblr page, springfieldvisitorguide.tumblr.com, for episodes if you don't subscribe on iTunes and Stitchers, because we're on iTunes and Stitchers. Yes. Yeah, Stitcher. I also want to shout out, uh, big shout out to Alex Stein for the intro and ec- and outro music. Yeah. Oh, can I make an, ex- an exciting announcement about my life? Yes. Uh, August... 
31st is a day that means nothing because I screwed that date up. Mm-hmm. We're going to try it again. Is it July? July the 31st. I will be hosting uh, the album release party for Milwaukee for Hari Kondabolu, who's releasing a new record on Kill Rock Stars called Mainstream American Comic. Comes out uh, the 22nd of this month, which actually, when this posts, it's going to already be out. So go on Kill Rock Stars and check it out. Go to Bandcamp, go to iTunes. He's a great comedian. He's coming through, and I'm hosting that show at the Turner Hall. So you should come on down to that. I believe the ticket's like eighteen seventy-five a piece. So it's cool. a, it's a it's a it's an affordable show. Cool. It's gonna be a great time. He'll be doing jokes off the record. I actually, you know what? I don't know. He'll be doing jokes, and he'll, he'll be, be, be doing jokes also on the record. Oh, because he's that kind of guy. Yeah, he's a fraud. So yeah, you can find Tyler and I online too. I just. Uh, do stuff like that. One more shout out. We're okay. going to use some new album art for this one. Oh, that's right. So album art by uh, a guy on Instagram called Joe Flow Montana. And he is a really great um, artist and illustrator out of Chicago. And nice. he thanks Joe for letting us use some of your artwork. Yeah. And we want to thank Damon Millard for letting us use his artwork and Josh Sullivan and Josh. Uh, Josh LN. Josh, Josh LN. Mm-hmm. We've just had a lot of great people allow us to uh, use their work. And we want to make sure that you guys can check them out, too. So. So on that note, we're done talking for right now. I think we've been talking for about like 900 minutes. 900 burrito minutes. Oh, that's a lot of burrito minutes. Yeah. So let's end on a word. Greg, it's your turn. Three, two, one. Thorzine. Thorzine.